0: Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you a crystal grid recipe for intuitive awakening. So this is a crystal grid that you can use for boosting your intuition. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some basic grid making steps, although we have some other episodes and blog posts about that. Um, But primarily, we're going to dig into this specific recipe for boosting your intuition with grids, which comes straight from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing. But before we get started, I want to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Yuna and Yuna asks, I discovered crystals recently and every day I'm learning something new about them. The other day, I read that you should not wear more than three crystals on your person because this can cause crystal chaos. I have a mala bracelet that's made of 10 different crystal beads for the purpose of nervous tension relief. Am I creating crystal chaos when I wear this bracelet? What are your thoughts? Yuna, thank you so much for this question because I think this is something that there's a lot of misinformation out there about It can get really complicated really quickly. So my general rule of thumb when it comes to the types or number of different crystal types that you should work with at once, either wearing or carrying with you or that kind of thing, should really be as many as you can kind of keep the intention for working with them straight in your mind. So if you have three or four or five different crystals and you have a reason or intention that you're working with each of them, it's probably pretty easy to remember what that is for all of them. But if you start kind of just collecting crystals in a little pouch that you carry with you, maybe you have 20 or 30 different crystals that kind of go everywhere with you, You kind of lose some of their effectiveness because you don't have that clear, straightforward intention any longer. However, the only exception for this is actually kind of in the situation that you described. If you have a piece of jewelry or a medicine bag that you've put together or something like that, that you have lots of different crystals, but you're working with them as one unit for one specific purpose. So even though that bracelet of yours has 10 different kinds of crystal beads on it, you're using that piece as one unit. You're using that piece of jewelry with all those crystals For the purpose of relieving nervousness to help with anxiety. So, In that instance, it's a little bit different because that object, that powerful crystal object, is really just working as one piece. The same would go for a necklace with lots of different crystals set in it or a medicine bag that you've specifically put together for yourself. That, in my opinion, works together as kind of one specific item. So a little bit different that way, kind of the exception to the rule. I hope that helps you because that is such a great question and and I really appreciate you submitting it. So if you have some questions of your own that you'd like me to answer about crystals, spirituality, or heart-centered business, or really just anything else that you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. Now it's time to dive into our main topic for today, our crystal grid for intuition. So when we think about working with crystals for our intuition, I think it's more natural to kind of think about maybe wearing crystals as jewelry or carrying crystals with us, maybe holding them or even placing them over our third eye during meditation. But what we don't really think about is creating a crystal grid. You can actually work with crystal grids as kind of a background energy in your sacred space, your healing arts room, to really help enhance your intuitive abilities. So this specific crystal grid, which is from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing, is for opening your third eye center. And it really helps open you up to communication with your spirit guides, your angels, your totem animals, your ancestors. Um, And it's really creating that bridge, that connection by opening that third eye center. So when you create any crystal grid, You should always start by setting an intention. In this case, because this is a grid for intuition, you want that intention to be geared towards something like enhancing your intuitive gifts. Now, if you have trouble creating an intention for yourself, you can use something like this statement, I feel my intuitive gifts awakening and I'm open to receiving intuitive guidance in all forms. However, you can make this really specific to your own situation. If you wanted to enhance your clairvoyance or your clairaudience or your clairsentience, then you could make your intention statement really specific to that. If you wanted it to be about enhancing channeling or mediumship abilities, work with that. Really anything related to the intuitive realm is really fair game here. So this specific grid, which you can see a picture of over at loveandlightschool.com slash blog, is created in the shape of an eye. And this is really representative of the third eye center, our home for intuition. So you're going to start this grid by placing an azurite crystal, and of course we're always working with cleansed crystals, in the center of the grid to create the pupil of the eye shape that we'll be building. So this is a little bit different grid. Um, I feel like because we're working on intuition, we can work with more of a free form intuitive grid shape rather than a sacred geometry shape, which would be more traditional. So the reason I've chosen azurite for the pupil at the very center of the grid is because it strongly corresponds to intuition and psychic skills and really enhances those. So because the central stone for a crystal grid is usually what helps set the tone or the main theme of the grid, that's why I've chosen azurite. Now, as you place this stone and each subsequent stone in the grid, I want you to state your intention statement either aloud or silently to yourself. This just really helps reinforce the act of creating the grid, and the purpose behind it. Now, if you don't have azurite to work with, you can substitute some other intuition stones like labradorite, blue kyanite, or even charoite. Next, you'll want to create the outer shape of the eye around the center azurite stone. And you're going to do this working with eight sodalite crystals, which correspond to spirit guide connection. So you'll use one stone at each corner of the eye. So these are in kind of a straight line on either side of that azurite stone at the center. And then you'll make an arched shape using three of these crystals above the azurite stone to create the top lid of the eye and an arched shape beneath the azurite stone to create the bottom lid of the eye. And again, as you place each of these crystals, be sure to state that intention statement as you're placing the stones in the grid. Now, if you don't have enough sodalite to work with, you can use a mixture of stones or you can substitute in some different crystals altogether Or you can use a few less stones if you really need to, but I think having those eight stones really helps give you that definitive eye shape that you're looking for with this grid. So some stones that you can either mix in if you don't have eight of the sodalite or that you can use in substitution of the sodalite would be crystals like lapis lazuli, demortiorite, or even blue apatite. Now finally, you'll add two clear quartz crystal points to amplify the energy of the grid. So you can place one crystal point on each side of the azurite stone, which again is marking the pupil of that eye shape, and you want them pointing outward toward the corners of the eye. So on the right side of the azurite stone, the crystal point will point to the right, And on the left side, it will point to the left. This helps that azurite energy really expand outward, strengthening the connection between yourself and your spirit guides, and really awakening that intuitive part of yourself. Now, again, as you place these crystals, be sure to say that intention statement. And if you don't have clear quartz points to work with, you could work with tumbled stones, you could work with rutilated quartz quartz aura quartz of really any variety, I like aqua aura or angel aura for this, or you could even use some selenite here. Now finally you want to activate your grid. Now because this doesn't follow a traditional sacred geometry shape, a lot of people get hung up on the idea of grid activation when you have these kind of alternative shapes. So here you can work with your clear quartz point or a selenite wand just as you would with regular grid activation, but rather than tracing the geometry of the grid, you can just draw three clockwise circles around the grid to activate its energy. Now, alternatively, you could trace the shape of the eye to activate the grid and then hover your crystal over that central point at the pupil of the eye where the azurite stone is to really charge it with energy. Now, once you've created your grid, you can leave it in place for just a short time or up to several months, depending on when you actually see the change start to take place with your intuitive gifts. It's important here to just be sure and check in with the energy of the grid at least weekly to really kind of hold space for this to manifest and invite that intuitive guidance into your life. I hope you enjoyed that crystal grid recipe for intuition. Again, if you want to see a great picture of what that should look like when it's all put together, hop on over to the website at loveandlightschool.com blog. And now it's time for our trending this week segment. In this segment each week, I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm just really loving and want to share with you. This week, I'm really excited to talk to you about something that I've actually created. I want to chat a little bit about my new book, Cosmic Crystals, Rituals and Meditations for Connecting with Lunar Energy. So this book was just released on August 20th, 2019, and I could not be prouder. This is maybe my... Fifth or sixth book on crystals. And I think out of all of them, this one so far has been the most deeply personal. It's been so amazing to get to share my journey about crystals and lunar energy, Um, And I've gotten such great feedback about the book already. And although I normally like to highlight things that other people are doing or great products that I find or trends in the crystal industry, I was so, so excited about talking to you just a little bit about this book. Um, So this was a really fun project for me because I basically got to take my own practice of working with crystals and the energy of the moon. So this book kind of talks about crystals for the lunar phases, crystals for the moon as it moves through the different houses, crystals for the different full moons of the year, which I kind of break down the 13 moons of the year in three different ways. We talk about modern moons, native moons, and Celtic moons. And for each of those, There's a little ritual that you can do with your crystals on the evening of that full moon. I talk about the best crystals for each of those moons, colors, deities, the keywords or energies that that moon brings in. And I think the most fun that I had with this project, in addition just to kind of getting to share some of the things that I do myself... Uh, to connect with lunar energy using my crystals was also getting to share the amazing photography in this book. So I worked with one of my favorite people in the whole world, uh, Jennifer from Coral Antler Creative. And Jennifer and I partnered up To create the images in this book. So she is such an amazingly talented artist, and I basically just, you know, described what each ritual should look like, what should be happening, um, included a few things that I'd like to see in each of the ritual photographs. And then Jennifer got to take her amazingly creative ability for photography and design and put together the most beautiful photos to kind of illustrate the book. So this is not just enticing for your mind and your intuition, but it's also just so visually appealing. And I'm so grateful to have been able to work with Jennifer on this project because I think with... You know, the amount of energy and love and caring that I poured into the writing of this book, I'm just so grateful that there was kind of an equal amount of energy and love poured into the photos. And one really cool thing about this is you'll see a few crystals from my own personal crystal collection in this book. You'll see my crystal moon mystic oracle deck in a few of the pictures in this book and it was really exciting to kind of bring all these passions together in this project. So if you haven't checked it out already, you still can. You can get it pretty much anywhere books are sold, Barnes and Noble. You can get it online at Amazon. And of course, tons and tons of independent booksellers like my own shop, Mimosa Books and Gifts, carry this book, Cosmic Crystals, Rituals and Meditations for Connecting with Lunar Energy. So if you go to your local metaphysical shop or bookshop and they don't have it, just request that they order you a copy. It's available through tons of distributors and pretty much anywhere books are sold. You can also get it in the UK. You can get it in Australia um, through Books a Million. So uh, go ahead and give that a look. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. It was such a passion project for me, like I said, and we really touch on crystals and moon magic and kind of the history of humans connection to the moon. We talk about crystals for the lunar cycle and for the lunar zodiac and then really digging deep into those 13 moons of the year. So I hope that you enjoy it. I hope it's something that really kind of guides you on your own path to crystal connection and relating to the moon and really understanding the ebb and flow of lunar energy in your life. Well, that is it. I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave me a quick rating and review. The reviews are especially important over at loveandlightschool.com slash blog listen. Now, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe through that link as well. So you never miss a future episode. And I did just want to take a moment to give a shout out to Corey C. Russell for their five-star review. Corey, thank you so much. Corey says a total gem. This podcast is a real gem. I'm newer to using crystals for healing, and it can be intimidating with so much information out there. Ashley is a wonderful teacher. Her delivery is super user-friendly, and her knowledge on the subject goes above and beyond. Thanks for making crystals so fun and accessible. Corey, you are so welcome. You totally, totally made my day with that review. I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. And if you decide to take a minute to leave me a review, I'll give you my my crystal Chakra Healing Step by Step class as a free gift. So, this is a full class that you can take with me all about crystal chakra healing. So, once you've posted your review, just take a screenshot of it and send it to me at support at love And, light and my team will get your class all set up and will reply back with details about how you can get started. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy.